Welcome to the Faith-Led Business Podcast, a home for entrepreneurs who want to take their God-given gifts and use them to strategically create a legacy of success for themselves and the people that they serve. My name is Monica Perez Burnett. I am your host, mom of eight with two sets of twins. I am a visibility coach, lover of all things tech, and I aim for you to live a life of faith over fear. Good morning, everyone. How are you doing today? Yes, Shirley, she's up here in the comments saying, I thought today was day 255. You are not wrong, Shirley. I wrote that wrong. (laughs) I don't know how many times. Shirley is so helpful at making sure that I am on track and on the right days. It is day 255. Um, I don't know what happened there, but I will go back and change that. We definitely are not going back in time. We are choosing to move forward. So welcome, everybody. I'm starting off a little bit later today because even though the alarm went off super early this morning, um, my wonderful husband, Jared, said, you are not moving from this bed. You are going to get some more rest. And uh, he even made me breakfast. He said, I'm going to take care of all the kids, get them ready for their school and all the stuff. So I woke up super late and um, and got some extra rest thanks to him. So I am so grateful. And that's why we're here a little bit later, a tad later. Today, we're going to be talking about going all in. And uh, it's a super convicting inspiring, motivational, yet very grounding um, thought, concept, way of being, going all in. What does that look like for us as entrepreneurs? What does that look like for us as believers? What does it look like for us as in following the word of God? And so we are going to talk about that today. Good morning, everyone. It's so, I think I did need the rest. (laughs) I did need, it's been, um, it's been a busy week, kind of getting up early and going to bed pretty late on many nights. So, um, so yeah, it's awesome. We all definitely need rest. So it's great that you guys were still able to jump on here with me. So let's get right to it. We're going to be looking at Numbers 14.24, and this is what it says. Because my servant Caleb has a different spirit and follows me wholeheartedly, I will bring him into the land he went to, and his descendants will inherit it. Because he follows me wholeheartedly. You know, when you get married, and it's such a great example that Jared did this for me this morning. When you go into a marriage, you go all in. You go with your whole heart. Because when you don't go with your whole heart, it's so much easier for the trials and tribulations and just the different circumstances that come in relationships to kind of rock the boat and ultimately break the boat. And so you go into this thing expecting the best, looking for the best of the other person and wanting to 
fulfill the desires of their heart and you just go all in. It's in sickness and in health, right? And the long list that we have of the vows that we say when we get married. Your wholehearted commitment to God will fuel your passion for your faith, for spiritual disciplines that we use to move forward in our faith, and for every other aspect of our spiritual life. You will, when you are completely sold out to Jesus, not only be fulfilling a Christian obligation, that is not what he wants. We are not here to check the boxes of our faith in order to gain entry into the kingdom of heaven. We are called to be the kingdom of heaven here, to reflect his love, to be more than what we think we are. We are called to represent him in all that we do and do it humbly and do it all in, do it faithfully. Through this wholeheartedness, you will genuinely love others. You will genuinely pray, give, serve, read his word. You will want to, you will have that as a desire of your heart. That's how Caleb was. He was one of the spies Moses sent to check out the promised land. And because he was wholehearted for the next 40 years as they lived in the desert, he and Joshua were the only two from the original 3 million who entered the promised land. That's the power of being wholehearted. So if we see that, as the door, the pathway, no matter how narrow it may feel in the moment when we're making difficult decisions for our business or our lives, we know that is the place that God has called us to be. And Caleb stood firm in that calling over 40 years. And he, because he was all in, he got to go into the promised land. That promised land is going to look different for all of us. It doesn't necessarily mean that you will be living in a luxury home, having 10 cars, or even being a multimillionaire. What it does mean is that you will have fulfilled your assignment in the journey that God has called you to. And his plan for us is so different for each and every one of us. And so Understanding what that plan is and taking the time to understand the plan is so important. For some of us, it will be to stand on stages, 
to point people to him. For some of us, it will be to do one-on-one -on -one coaching with smaller groups. And you're called to proclaim his glory in a smaller setting. Either way, your entrepreneurial journey is like a walk of 40 years in the wilderness. It'll rough you up. It will show you what you truly believe and who you truly believe. Are you all in on the calling? Are you willing to be like Caleb? Where Numbers 1424 says, because my servant Caleb has a different spirit. He has a different spirit. What does that mean? That means that he is not just going by his own spirit, but he is letting he is letting the spirit of God move him in that dedication to God's calling on his life. <clears throat> it's kind of funny. I was having as Jared was feeding me this morning. <laughs> He wasn't putting the spoon in my mouth, but he brought the food over to me. So we were having a conversation while we were talking. And um, we were just talking about entrepreneurship, about the, the different thoughts around making money, about how people preach a prosperity gospel and different things. And... One, one question that he brought up that I thought was so fascinating was, I wonder how many people are entrepreneurs who are actually called to be entrepreneurs? And I said, you know, that is such an interesting question. It's such an interesting question. Who here is in on the journey that they are supposed to be on? Now, I'm not here to dissuade you from being an entrepreneur. But I know that the entrepreneur is called to go through certain experiences as part of their journey, as part of their job. Being an entrepreneur is a job, just like someone who goes and works at a bank. That's their job. Just like someone who is a stay-at-home parent, that is their job. And so all of these things are assignments, and none is greater than the other. But he was just telling me because he does not have one bone in him that is entrepreneurial. And so I'm sure... Those of you who are truly entrepreneurs and you have spouses or family members who are not entrepreneurial probably look at you like, you're really signing yourself up for this? <laughs> you're really signing yourself up for something that is uncertain? For something where you have to basically walk in faith and just trust that a paycheck is going to come because of something you offer? Entrepreneurs are a specific breed of people. It's a, a specific kind of personality, mentality, 
tenacity, perseverance. Although all of those traits you can find also in a stay-at-home mom. We're going through the virtual schooling right now and I'm like, I don't know how people do it, right? But it's a really good question. I hadn't really thought about it. He said, how many people, and I don't know if I'm deviating from what this devotional is, but I think it's really good to put that out there. Those of you who are listening to this, have you asked God if your calling is to be an entrepreneur? Because here's the thing, and that this is why I think it does tie in. He's saying, whatever you do, go in wholeheartedly. How can you come in with your whole heart if it's not really what you're supposed to be doing? If it's not really what you're called to do? It's very easy to stay in the negative space of a particular job if it's not something you're called to do. See, in my mind, for me personally, I would be an entrepreneur even if I wasn't making money. Because I love the creative aspect of it. I love the constant changing of it. I love the not knowing of it. I love the exploring of it. Right? And so, um, so for me, it's part of my DNA. I, I can truly say I'm an entrepreneur. I have ideas flowing out of my ears on a daily basis for different jobs, for different things. And so he creates us that way. And so this is the space. This is our territory. This is our place. This is our wilderness that we need to walk and discover who we are and who he is. And we walk it through and we are all in. And those of us who do, we may be like Caleb and Joshua, who are the two out of the three million who actually get to see the promised land. And then there are others who maybe want to be an entrepreneur, but that's not really where they're called to be. And so it's very easy to get disheartened on the journey if that's not where you're supposed to be. So in essence, it is a very good question. When was the last time you asked God, is this where I am supposed to be? Is this the journey I am supposed to put my whole heart and work into? You will get an answer. And if you've already asked that, your actions, your motives, your reasons for doing what you do probably have already given you an answer. It's just who you are. And if we are to honor God, we are to honor who we are. And in order to honor who we are, we go wholeheartedly into it. We place our faith in him knowing what the end of this journey looks like. 
but we are trusting that he says you need to find joy when you are with me because that is a fruit of the spirit. And so while there may be trials, there may be different, almost like rites of passage of the entrepreneur that you go through as you develop into leadership because entrepreneurs are leaders that everybody goes through. And there are always moments of doubt. And there are always moments when the enemy is going to come and just bring, try to bring in confusion and all of that. But regardless of that whole process of getting to know yourself better as an entrepreneur, there's a whole other process of, are you actually an entrepreneur? And can you be all in knowing that your goal as an entrepreneur is not to make money, even though your calling is to make money so that, because that's, that's what an entrepreneur does. If not, it's a hobby, which is great too. If not, it's a nonprofit or like a ministry. Nonprofits need money too in order to run. But do you see where I'm getting getting at? There's just like a whole, there's a different way of being when you look at it as a job and he's using your gifts within that job so that you can point people to him, right? Sylvia says, I know my work helps improve others' lives so I keep going. And that is our motivation. That is our motivation. We are all in because we've seen, maybe even just once, one example, but that's enough for us. We've seen how other people benefit by us showing up wholeheartedly to what God has called us to do. And as I was talking with Jared this morning, as I was eating the breakfast that he gave me <laughs> and made me, it was really good. I should have taken a picture of it. But it was just really interesting to hear from the perspective of someone who is not entrepreneurial, kind of what, what it should look like. where you do go in wholeheartedly, where you do seek God first, where it's not like your work is winning you something. His grace has given us everything we need already. So the life of an entrepreneur is not to work in order to uh, gain approval or to gain uh acknowledgement or, hey, here I am. It's a work that we humbly do unto him. And it's really important as an entrepreneur to understand the real motives, because if not, it's very easy to get distracted and create idols throughout your journey. There's so many opportunities to create idols in other people, in other mentors, in other people that talk nice and inspire you. 
there is the the possibility of doing that. There is the possibility of creating an idol out of money. There is the possibility of even creating an idol out of work. What is that hustle mentality? I have workaholic tendencies. I was a full-on hardcore workaholic for a long time. And Jared needs to always kind of rein me in like, hey, you're working too much again. You know, you get caught up in it. And that's also not of God because we're trusting that he is going to do more with less because he doesn't really need us to get the stuff done. It's the truth. If we serve the God who created the stars and the universe and all the, you know, making all our hearts beat so we can breathe, he doesn't really need us. Our entrepreneurial journey gives us the opportunity to know him deeper. And we are able through that to sing his praises. And as we sing his praises, that is our testimony. And our testimony helps to stir up the spirit in other people as well. And so knowing our motives for what we do is key, is foundational as entrepreneurs. Doing things wholeheartedly and having that different spirit. We have access to the activator who is Holy Spirit. And so if we are all in, then we need to remember that we do have that access, that we do want to stay committed to our calling. And at whatever pace or speed he's telling us to move, to be listening for that and to be obedient to it. How awesome would it be to be a few of the million? Of course, you would want so many more to come, but Caleb was all in. Joshua was all in. They saw what was before them, yet they trusted and they believed God more. They trusted and believed God more than even the journey that they were going through. All of the circumstances. I was telling Jared this morning, I don't know why when, when I come and I talk about business and faith, because you guys know I don't study this ahead of time. I read it at the same time you guys read it. And I said, I wonder why God doesn't want me to be talking more about, you know, the strategies behind, hey, how do you, how do you make your funnels and how do you do this and how do you do that? Why don't I talk more about those things? That might may come later. I don't know. But for right now, he has truly been saying, look, what are your motives? Why are you here? Do you even know why? What does it look like to walk with me wholeheartedly on this journey of entrepreneurship? If you don't have that straight or clear first, 
it doesn't matter what strategies, what website, what plan you have, it's still going to be off. And so he wants us to be firm. He wants us to stand our ground. He wants us to be all in. He wants us to be hot and not cold. As we humbly work to glorify the Lord in what we do. And if in this message, you're questioning yourself, oh, shoot. Maybe I'm not an entrepreneur. And I've been thinking that I should be, or it feels good to be here because entrepreneurs do have, just as every industry has, kind of like a group of people that you can go to who get you, who understand you. Like with Jared, he's not entrepreneurial. So there are certain things where I'll go like, hey, what do you think of this? He's like, go call this person, right? They get you. <laughs> <laughs> I have no opinion here. And so if you are questioning yourself right now, that's not a bad thing. It's an even bigger and better reason to go back to God and say, hey, I'm all in no matter where you place me. One isn't better than the other. Your plan is the best. And that's what I want to follow ultimately. And if you are called to be an entrepreneur, but in, you are in your first steps, help him to make that clear for you as well. Because there will be bumps in the road. There is a journey for entrepreneurial maturity, just as there is in spiritual maturity. And so we want to be in tune with that and we want to be okay with that. And if God is calling you somewhere else, then let's be okay with that too. And if you're hearing this where I'm kind of questioning you, is this where you should be so that you can be wholehearted in what you do in your life's journey and your life's plan? And you're asking yourself, hmm, Monica, that's a good question. I wonder. And then there's like no doubt in your mind. You're just like, oh, yeah. No, I know. I know this is where I should be. Then this has been a great moment for us. Because it's confirmation. You either get questioning where you go back to God to get clarity or you get confirmation that yes, this is what I'm called to do and where I should be. This is my home. This is my territory that God has called me to serve in, to be a light in. And if that is where I know I should be, then there should be no hesitation to go all in. Those who hesitated, guess what? They stayed in the wilderness. Those who spent more time complaining than believing, guess what? They stayed in the wilderness. They died there. Who do you want to be on your journey?
Do you want to focus more on the black dots? That one little black dot in the middle of this big white paper? Or are we going to focus more on what God can do instead of what we can't? So there are confirmations. Sylvia saying entrepreneurship is unknown to me, but I know this is where I need to be. Confirmation. He will give it to you. Holy Spirit will stir your heart. He will either make you really uncomfortable with this conversation or he will say yes. It will make you say yes. Yep. This is where I'm supposed to be. This is who I am. And I'm willing to do what I need to do in order to become that Caleb and Joshua who is all in, who is willing to go the extra mile to do what it takes. Not because we're trying to earn something. It has already been earned on the cross, my friends. That's not how it works. But because we acknowledge his love and his sacrifice for us. So there we go. I will put my whole heart into what you have called me to do. There is no convincing me otherwise. Jared, on many occasions when I've had difficulty on my entrepreneurial journey, because I've been doing this for many, many, many years, and those days where he sees me crying in the corner and he's like, why would you even put yourself through this? Go get a nine to five job. And then he'll come back a little later and he says, actually don't because while you're at that nine to five job, I know you're gonna think of another business to start. <laughs> it's, it's gonna happen anyway, so why even bother? This is just who you are. This is just who you are. Are you that person? Who regardless if you're making money or not, you're just wired this way. You're just meant to create. You are meant to serve in this way. And so today he's calling for that commitment. Are you in or are you in? It's that choice. Do you want to be? Do you want to be the two out of the three million who actually crossed into and got to see and experience the promised land? We all have the ability to, if we are truly called to this journey, to do so. And it's a daily decision. It's a daily battle. We know that we are up against the huge battlefield and yet he gives us all the tools that we need to armor ourselves up for it and to be ready for it. Remember, the word wisdom means skill at war. And so what are you warring for? Who are you standing up for? What are you standing against? And how are you going to demonstrate that to your audience? that you are the person who will lead them into a different life, to have a different spirit. Just like God was saying, 
My servant, Caleb, has a different spirit, and that's why he wholeheartedly follows me. Are you going to be the one waving that banner as you lead people through their journey? As you help them through their pain points? As you help to solve a problem? I don't care what kind of problem it is. But you standing up and being the leader for that and being willing to humbly guide them through that, knowing that is not by your power, but by God who is working through you and honoring him in every step of the way. I know that when the time comes, he will say, good job, my good and faithful servant, you have done well. And those are the words that we want to hear. We want to make sure we are on track. And that's why the questioning today, is this where you really should be? And I see lots of people in the comments saying, yes, they feel that. That's awesome. That's awesome because it feels good to know you're on the right track. No matter how hard it looks like it's going to be. But just even having the comfort of knowing, yes, this is actually where I should be. I know I'm up against a lot. I know there are a lot of unknowns. I know there are a lot of things that I need to learn, but I know I'm in the right place. This is home for me. And so it's time to set up camp. If this is your home, if being an entrepreneur is your home for the work you are to do here, then it's time to set up camp. It's time to be all in. What does that look like for each and every one of us? It means there are certain decisions we need to make. It means there are certain lines in the sand that we need to draw. It means we need to operate in a different spirit. And it means we need to be all in. So let's go ahead and let's pray that God gives us this confirmation if we haven't had it yet. And if we have, that he will give us the ability to stay true to that confirmation and walk in it with joy, with great expectation. That security feeling, everybody wants to feel secure. And while your next pay check is not secure because that's the life of an entrepreneur, but we have security security in him, knowing that he has called us to be here. And we are trusting that he will provide at every turn of the corner that we make. So let's go ahead and pray this day. And thank you, Father, for asking us some pretty deep questions today. The first one is, are you all in? Are you wholeheartedly doing this work? in me and through me? Or is it just something that we decided to do that would help us make, make us feel good? That's not what this journey is about. You're also asking us, are we where we're supposed to be? And that can be a scary question because many times we wrap our identity around what we do instead of you. 
you said, drop it all and follow me. Therefore, we should have the ability when you say, go north or go south, go east or go west, to be willing to leave what you have known and to walk into the unknown with a father that you do know. And so today, Lord, I ask that you just cement in our hearts the calling that you have placed on us. That you would let us walk our journey with that same spirit of Caleb and Joshua, who despite what they saw in front of them, were willing to continue to trust you, to follow you, to seek you, and see you before seeing anything else. We thank you for your faithfulness in our lives, for your covering over us. And we just ask that you help us every day come to this work, this labor of love, of entrepreneurship, with a serving heart, with a humble heart, knowing that what you have called us to do is not for us, but it is a demonstration of us honoring the gifts that you have given each and every one of us. And so thank you. Thank you for asking us the hard questions. Thank you for stirring our hearts in this way. Thank you for confirmations. Thank you for questioning. Give us the ability to process this all with joy because none of it is ever bad news. It's either you need to make a change or you need to stand firm and continue where you are. And so we thank you for your guidance today, Lord. And we just ask that every day we show up with that same commitment of being all in. We ask this through Jesus' mighty name. Amen. All right, guys. Thanks for hanging out with me today. Lots of questions. This was a good one. Thanks to Jared for asking me that this morning. I guess there was a reason why I needed to sleep in. And then he just said, just hang out there in the bed and I will get all the kids ready. And he's such a great guy. I am so thankful for, for his companionship, for his partnership and for supporting me being all in when he is the opposite of who I am. And that's just the true sign of a godly man who knows we need to support each other in whatever calling God has placed on our lives. So shout out to my hubby, Jared. All right, guys. Thanks for hanging out with me tomorrow. You guys know I am here every single day of the week. We will see what God has for us. I pray that you come out of this with excitement, with joy, with a renewed commitment to what you are called to do. And um, if you are not yet part of our free group, which is the Faith-Led Business Builders Group on Facebook, make sure you jump on over there and hang out with us. And, um, and here we go. A new day. A new day to keep walking. And I'm excited to be doing it with you all. Have a fabulous day. If you have any prayer requests, feel free to put them in the comments and our community will stand by with you on those. And here we go. So have a fabulous day, everybody. God bless and I will see you mañana. Take care.